With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello guys, what is going on? Daniel Charles back here again for another show. Hope you're doing well. Hope you are having as good of a Monday as you can, given the nature of Chelsea at the moment. Hopefully here to provide a little bit of therapy on this Monday with the latest episode of Added Time, answering your questions. If you're new around here, this is what we do on the show each week. We answer your questions uh, regarding Chelsea, maybe pick up on things from specifically the game, but then also maybe wider topics I haven't covered in the past week. So the way to get involved on X at Son of Chelsea, go follow there on a Sunday. I will usually ask for questions um, around midday-ish, sort of UK afternoon time, and also on my YouTube community page where I also ask for questions there as well. Before we do get into that, I do want to make an announcement regarding the channel, and this made my Monday slightly better (laughs) given how depressing Chelsea is at the moment. Son of Chelsea is in line potentially to win some silverware. Our first piece of silverware here because we have been nominated as a finalist in the Football Content Awards. The award ceremony, which I am going to, takes place of all locations at Anfield. That amazing ground that I love so much, Anfield, in November. I will be at the award ceremony, but we have been nominated in the best Premier League content creator category, um, club content creator that is. So please go and vote now. I will link it down below if you're listening on the podcast. The vote will be there. Um, You can go and vote. It's free to do. It's easy to do. And it would mean the world to me. Everyone watching this, go and vote for Son of Chelsea. Chelsea, Son of Chelsea is not the only Chelsea creator or kind of Chelsea media thing are being put forward for this uh, award ceremony. I know London is Blue Pod is in the podcast category, so if you enjoy their work, go and vote for them as well. Uh, but link below, and it'd be wonderful to bring some silverware home in a Chelsea capacity from Anfield of all places. That would be a wonderful evening to bring back some silverware uh, from there for the channel. So if you enjoy what I do, it's a free way to support the show. Go and vote. I've, I believe voting closes in a couple of weeks, so make sure to go and support the show that way if you enjoy what I do. So... Let's get into your questions now. So we're starting off spicy from at HelloGX6CP. Do you think Poch's job is under threat? We're starting off big there. 
I don't think his job is under threat. I don't believe his job should be under threat because of the the injuries. We're not even into 10 games of a Premier League season. And the idea that Chelsea, once again, should sack their head coach after all of the evidence of the past 12 months. I'd go back further, but if you just want to look under this current ownership of the fact that without we're with the change in head coach not bringing instant success should maybe lead you down a road of thinking actually there's something more systemic going on here i have had that belief at chelsea for a lot longer than maybe others but i i do i just don't see the logic in sacking pochettino now um and also from a data point of view if you are looking at underlying metrics chelsea are not performing so atrociously that they can't create opportunities the problem is so clear we can't finish them there are personnel things that i think you can question mauricio pochettino about that i have questioned pochettino about and will continue to do so as you know if he keeps doing it because i don't think it's helping the team left back levi colwell over ben Chirwell or ian matson i don't think it helps the team enzo fernandez why is he playing as a number 10 maybe you could ask questions now as to why cole palmer isn't starting games where's noni manawake gone there are personnel things that we could look at but when you throw in the context of how early on we are into this season a young group of players, the injuries which you cannot just write off and say they don't matter because some key players have been injured so far this season. That's why his job for me shouldn't be under threat. But if you're going to ask me and sort of say... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Guaranteed that Poch is going to be here in two months. I can't do that with his current ownership and I can't do it in the history of Chelsea because we know how chaotic this club is. At one, Chelsea asks one question when does it end? And I know that uh, Bassman, a, a guy who I do uh, interact with uh, frequently on, on X, uh, has also said, when does this end, Robbie? That famous quote. I um, I, I don't know. I, I And and to be honest, I, I could be uh, a little bit silly here and say, well, the end of the season is, is when this season ends. But it, in terms of what people are getting at, it's difficult to know in terms of some luck that maybe goes in Chelsea's favour, just a sense as a fan. It is just miserable as a fan. I can give you all the data and stuff like that, but emotionally watching Chelsea over the past year, it's it's difficult. It's not it's not enjoyable. There are just basic things that I just can't believe are not even present through difficult times, like players I think you can very much latch on to. Just moments where you feel some joy. It just feels very um, disconnected at the moment. And it's very difficult to, when those things aren't there, it's very difficult, I think, for fans to cling on to things throughout the season. But listen, I'm there with you. It is tragic at the moment. And I guess the only advice is to go and watch the 0405 season review, which I think always improves my mood of a time when I did enjoy watching Chelsea. Chris Riley asks, who plays striker next game? Breuer not fully fit and Washington probably not ready. Burstow left on loan. Sterling false nine question mark bleak. Breuer, I, I'd like to see him start the game. I, I really would. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of, of doing this whole false nine thing. Uh, we have got, you know, strikers who act like strikers and Breuer 
the fact that he came off the bench, the fact that he's been working his way back to fitness. I'd like to see him start um, against Brighton. Washington is, of course, playing development football, but he also is being involved in, in match day squads. So potentially, again, Carabao Cup feels like a, a decent time to give him some minutes if there is room to do that. I don't think maybe Broy is going to be playing anything close to 90 minutes because he's just come back from a very serious injury. Um, and that's maybe why you have Washington potentially on the bench uh, to, to rotate with him. Uh, but I, I, I'm excited to see what Borea could do. And I, do, I, I don't suspect Raheem Sterling is going to be playing false nine against Brighton. Jumps forward to Wednesday when he is playing as false nine, but please not. And finally, Robin asks here, how much of this ordeal we are currently in is down to poor recruitment? I think a lot of the issues that, and I'm not original for saying this, does come down at Chelsea to recruitment. Um muddled poor you know the the wrong choices the wrong signings a, a number of issues that the lack of coherent squad building again is not a new problem it just feels even more of a big issue currently because the results have been so bad over the past year but to say that Chelsea's recruitment issues began in the summer of 2022 I, I think is is being a little bit revisionist I think the big issue that people have at the moment because it's an issue I keep on, I, I, I speak to Chelsea fans, obviously, those in my family, my friends, you know, people who I interact with. The, the experience one is a persistent thing um, in terms of just buying a load of what are clearly unproven players and, and, and expecting that to work and, and how that could potentially be quite disastrous for the team um, moving forward. I do think poor recruitment, it's not just a fact of poor recruitment in terms of just a profile of a player. I actually think there's been a little bit of improvement on that aspect in terms of maybe buying players that suit a style of play. The way you're trying to plan and build a squad that, that makes it healthy in terms of competition, that makes it healthy in terms of player development over a longer period of time. I'm speaking from an amateur fan point of view here and just looking at the way things have developed in, over recent years. But I do question the fact of continually stockpiling players in a certain area when they all are of similar ages and need football quickly to develop. They're, they aren't going to develop just sat on the bench. And I, I worry for someone now like Noni Manoake. I worry for a lot of players who could fall off the face of the earth. And as you know, people have also pointed out, and rightly so, I think Bassman said, said this, uh, we were kind of discussing this after the game yesterday, is you how a Chelsea from a financial point of view they've spent overspent on some youngsters you'd argue most of the players Chelsea overspend on how are they going to get the money back on those players in the long term if they are not developing at a good rate if they are sitting on the bench kind of rotting and, and not getting the the time to grow and, and show their potential you may be able to sell them they may gain some of a fee but probably not all of it and and again it's that strategy of, of maybe a more balanced squad in terms of age profiles that could have avoided some of these problems in, in the long term. I think Chelsea do have talented players. I think the idea that we don't, I just don't think stacks up for me. And the idea that Chelsea for years and years and years keep on buying crap players, I just think is a lazy argument because we're not playing a different sport. When you continually have players come in and perform badly, this is the Man United issue, right? When players come in and seem to regress, ones who have spent their whole career scoring goals or in, or in some ways performing to a high level and suddenly seem to have problems that they haven't before, you, ha you have to look in the mirror at some point. And unfortunately, Chelsea haven't been doing it. And my fear is that this current ownership 
answer to everything currently seems to be, well, we're just going to keep on spending more money and why poor recruitment is absolutely the top of the list for me, not just in terms of um, in terms of players. I also think in terms of coaches, of not understanding the coach you're bringing in. I think Sarri comes top of that list in terms of a culture clash at the time he was appointed. You could probably say absolutely Frank Lampard um, in a number of ways how that story was going to end. You have to understand the coach you're bringing in too and do they fit with what you want to do. And that that also, Graham Potter, obviously, is is another big example here that you could could throw into the, the mix on that. So recruitment is, for me, the biggest issue sort of dragging Chelsea down in recent years but that is it for today's show hope you guys enjoyed it you can follow me on x at son of Chelsea across the socials to at son of Chelsea the only exception being Instagram at son of Chelsea YT make sure to give this video a like if you're listening on a podcast please do give us a positive rate and review really does help the show out and as I said at the start you can vote for son of Chelsea in the football content awards the way to do that very easy to do link in the description box below thank you guys for watching and I'll see you again very soon all the best Sports Social Podcast Network.